0: where your party station joins the world of basketball this is the courtside podcast with jake and aiden what's going on everybody welcome back to the courtside podcast i hope everybody had a great thanksgiving with your host i'm jake and i'm aiden and today we're going to be talking about some college basketball. College basketball is in full swing, and we are ready to discuss. So let's begin. Aiden, you want to start off here?
1: Yeah, so I'll start off. So uh, what I, the first game I wanted to talk about was Gonzaga v. Kansas. So Gonzaga, the number one ranked team in the nation, was versus Kansas, which I believe is the fifth or sixth ranked team in the nation. It was a good game, came down, but Gonzaga kind of took it 102 to 90. I really liked the performance of uh, – Jalen Suggs I thought he's going to be a great guard a great player I saw him transition from high school to college he played last year in Minnesota with Chet Holgram who was the number one player in the senior class this year so I'm really excited to kind of see how that progresses and uh I really like this game I really like Jalen Suggs I wanted to hear what you thought about this game mostly
0: yeah no Jalen Suggs had a great game he had 24 in that game uh this first game right so I think that that was a great game for Jalen Suggs and also um this this you know Gonzaga team is going to be strong and we know that Gonzaga's always always been a strong team and they're tough to beat uh some some might say that they play in a weak conference but Gonzaga does prove themselves every time um when it comes to March but we shall see but don't don't hold up on this Kansas team they're good they're going to give you everything Bill Self is a great coach so I really think that Kansas um you know this game doesn't really mean mean much to them i think that they'll bounce right back and get a couple wins under their belt
1: yeah i agree with you and i, I like that and the next game I wanted to move on to very surprising game the number 4 team in the nation virginia actually lost to san francisco 61 to 60 very low scoring game i was very surprised to see this cuz i don't really see um san francisco as a good team they're not ranked i've never heard of them ever yes. and uh I wanted to hear what you thought. Yeah. So,
0: you know, I've been watching, I've been watching Virginia for a long time. Uh, I'm a big ACC fan. So definitely Virginia is in that caliber of what I watch, but I'm going to explain something. Virginia always holds team teams to not a lot of points. Virginia is a very defensive minded team. Tony Bennett does a great job. Uh, if you guys don't know, Tony Bennett is the head coach of the Virginia Cavaliers. And he, 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 basically trains his team to be very defensive minded where they're going to allow teams to maybe score 20 points at half, which a lot of teams don't really do. But Virginia is very focused on their defense. But other than that, San Francisco made shots and they pushed the ball. That was ultimately the way that they they won this game. Virginia was the number four team uh, preseason ranked. So coming into this game, Virginia was like, okay, this could be an easy game. But San Francisco pushed the ball. They, had, they were more into the game than Virginia. Virginia was very sluggish at times. And San Francisco did a great job at shooting. And ultimately, that's where college basketball can come down to, um, how well a team can shoot from the outside. And I think that San Francisco did a great job pushing the ball and getting Virginia off, off track, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. And something that I, I love that you said was Tony Bennett, such a great defensive-minded coach. Yeah. A lot of players from Virginia have gone to the uh, NBA recently recently uh Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, yep. DeAndre Hunter. All of these guys are defensive minded guys. Obviously, DeAndre Hunter probably being uh the earliest picked out of the most recent. But um I love that there, he's such a defensive minded because defense is such a huge part of the game. And I think that we look at players in the NBA today and we value them on what they could do on both sides of the court. It's exactly. not what you could do on just the offensive side and what you could just do on the defensive side. It's kind of a mix of both. So I love that. And again, we look at guys like Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George, Giannis. Don't forget Giannis. He's two-time MVP. And he won defensive player of the year. Like these are uh, things that you need to be an NBA player. So if you're getting taught that by such a high-level coach and Tony Bennett, I think that's going to help a long way. And I think Virginia, uh, one slip-up isn't going to kill the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, also, um,
0: you know, Virginia lost uh, one of their best players, uh, Diakite, if a lot of people didn't know who he was. He was their leading scorer last year. Um, Keehee Clark, if I'm pronouncing that right, was their returning guard. Great, fast, fast, small guard. Didn't have such a good game. Had two, uh, sorry, had nine points and two rebounds. The guy used to average 12 points a game. So overall, Virginia, I think that, well, we can all say probably that COVID-19 um, affected a lot of teams this year, and it's going to be very tough for teams to play in this pandemic. It's not going to be easy. We've seen it with other sports. So, uh, basketball can be... Yeah,
1: COVID-19 is affecting everything. It's going to be a long season. I think it really just depends on uh, if everybody's staying safe, if everybody's doing the right precautions. I think it could work out. It has been working in other sports as we've seen. But again, some sports are having bubble-like atmospheres where in college basketball, I think it's virtually impossible to. You can't get every single team to quarantine because teams are going in and out. So, I thought most schools did a great job. Obviously, there's going to be some hiccups across the road, but I just hope this season goes as well and as planned. But other than that, I wanted to move on to one of the best stat lines I've seen since college basketball. I know it's young, but I think this is going to be the best stat line we've seen sure. so far. Luca Garza, Iowa beat Southern U. N- big deal. Okay. Southern U isn't ranked. Iowa, I think is the number five team in the, uh, in the nation, yep. but Luca Garza drops 36 at half shooting hundred percent from the field. I wanted to hear what you think. I wanted to hear how good you think this guy can really be. Yeah, so
0: like I said, I'm a big college basketball fan. Uh, So I've been watching – I watched Luca last year. And what I can say that Luca's still doing that's so dominant, the guy gets every rebound. He gets every putback. You dump the ball into him. He's 6'11", 265. Pretty – he's big. And all you got to do is, you know, he gets the easy buckets. And like Aiden said, he was shooting 100% with 36 points. So this guy is unbelievable. He's so talented, great player. The guy put up 41 points and nine rebounds with three blocks to carry on with that. He had 100% from three. So this guy is showing that he is probably one of the top players in college basketball right now. I know it's early, but he's averaging 33.5 points a game, 9.5 rebounds, and he's shooting 86.2 from the field. Insane stats for Luca Garza. He's a center. He can – great footwork, great hands. The guy is just – he's dominant. He's really hard to stop.
1: Well, again, and Jake, I want you to kind of go over this with some yeah. people that aren't huge college basketball fans. As I said, he dropped 41 points against Southern U, which isn't a great basketball school. I'm sorry if you're a huge Southern yeah, U fan. Right. They're not a great basketball school. It's a, a mid major. So – kind
0: of Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I want you to explain to the people listening out there why dropping 41 against this team is so, I guess, valuable or important or shows how good of a player he is. I know 41 is a big number, but against a bad team, you know what I mean?
0: Let me just explain something. So college basketball is about team, teamwork. The NBA, we see a lot of guys that are on that one-on-one game that are very offensively talented, like James Harden, for example. In college basketball, it's about passing, sharing the ball, and getting easy buckets. Luca Garza picks up the garbage points. His teammates shoot the ball, they miss. He grabs the rebound, puts it up. The guy is averaging 9.5 rebounds a game, which is pretty high in college. And not only that, he's just an all around big guy. He's 265 and 611 putting up 41 points in a college basketball game is very impressive. We've oh, we've seen a hand we've only seen like a handful of people that have done that in college basketball. Usually the top athletes will average around 20 points a game, but this guy's this guy put up 41 points in a game and he's just going up. You know, his his freshman year he averaged 12 points, sophomore year 13, and then junior year 23 in the Big 10. So Iowa does not play in like a, a, a bad division, I mean a bad conference. They play in the Big Ten, and now he's averaging 33. I know it's only been two games, but they got Western Illinois soon, uh, December 3rd at 8 p.m. That's going to be another win. He's going to put up great numbers again. You just got to look at this guy's game. He misses very few shots. He's just an all-around talented player. He only played 29 minutes in the Southern uh, Southern game, right? Southern? Yeah, Southern, Southern U, U game. game. He only played 29 minutes. A lot of college basketball players will see what we'll, we see play maybe 30 or close to the whole game. He played 29 minutes and had 41 points. That's very impressive.
1: Yeah. And, and again, I don't know if Jake highlighted on this, but he did shoot 14 from 15 from the field, three from uh three for three from the three yep. point line, and shot 10 of 12 from the free throw line. So it just kind of shows how. Uh, He has high-quality shots. He's making his shots. That's why I think it's kind of the most important. That's the only thing I really wanted to add on to Jake. But I would watch out for this guy. I think this guy can be an award winner at the end of the year. Uh, I think this guy can carry a team, and I can't wait to see him in the NBA soon because obviously, like you just said, he's coming down to the end of his college career, and I think an NBA team is going to want to snatch this guy up. Those are the three main games you wanted to talk about. Uh, tweet us at uh, what is our new yeah twitter so guys day? we
0: have a new twitter it's the courtside p the courtside p on twitter please tweet us there we are going to be posting polls each episode that comes out or with your thoughts the courtside p just look for our two faces you guys know us on spotify google podcast so just look for that on twitter it's the courtside p
1: yeah so tweet us at the courtside p and uh tell us what games you want to hear about but After this, we're going to actually move on to more of college basketball. I want to talk about some of the most freshman impactful games. I have a couple of freshmen that I really like to watch that came in. I think they performed really well. So I'm going to bring up the first, the number one ranked player coming out of this last high school class, Cade Cunningham, uh, Oklahoma State point guard. Uh, Oklahoma State was the first guy to ever recruit him. Uh, He committed there. There was a lot of controversy around his name. About a lot of stuff, uh, not on the basketball court. That he did, it all got resolved. He is at Oklahoma State. He dropped twenty-one and ten mm-hmm. in his first game. What do you think about Cade Cunningham, Jake? What Yeah, do you think so about I
0: watched this game too, and you know the level that I saw with Cade Cunningham, he was so relaxed on the court, and that's very rare to see a freshman play in his first game. They did play Ar- Arlington, Texas. Uh, University of Arlington, Texas. But other than that, the guy put up 21-10 and his first game of college. He's a freshman. He's 6'8", 220. He kind of reminds me of like a Ben Simmons build that is a guard, can handle the ball very well. And he just is just very relaxed. Like I said, the only issue I have with Cade, it's not just Cade, but it's a lot of freshmen, a lot of top freshmen that try to prove themselves after they do something very good. He turn the ball over five times, but he's a freshman. He's going to learn. He's going to get better throughout the year. Um, a lot of freshmen do it. It's just a, it's just a mark of proving yourself.
1: Yeah. Hole, I think this guy is so great with the ball. He can facilitate. He can score. Obviously um, he's big. Like he just said, I think he's projected right now to be the number one pick in the 2021 draft. Yep. Uh, we have no clue where that's going to end up because there's such a long period before the draft. But this kid is uh, has a basketball in his hands twenty four seven. Kid loves the game, practices the game twenty four seven. I think this kid's gonna be a great player, and I can't wait to watch him in the future. We'll probably definitely talk about him a lot more on this podcast. I wanted to move on to somebody else, Joshua Christopher or Josh Christopher, more known as uh, Jay Gup. Dropped twenty eight four and two against Villanova. If you don't know, Josh Christopher uh, played. Uh, he plays for Arizona State. Drops 28 points against one of the best teams in the country in Villanova. Mm -hmm. This surprised me, not just because of him, but I think he's a great player and somebody that's going to be a big steal. Um, I think he's already getting a lot of uh, news about who he is. This kid's a great player. I love watching him play. I think he's such an amazing, talented person. So I would watch out for him. I would watch out to see what he does with Arizona State. And I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona State makes a run in the tourney behind this kid. This kid is amazing. So I would watch out for him. Yeah. Do you
0: have anybody else you want to talk about? I mean, Josh Josh Christopher, you know, this guy putting up 28 points uh, in his first game freshman year against a top Villanova team. Villanova was number three in the country. Yeah, I know Arizona State was ranked number 18. But still, Josh Christopher is going to get a lot of exposure under coach Bobby Hurley famous coach great coach this Arizona State team we better watch out for because they're gonna make a run in the tournament I see it already with this guy well again
1: again Jake it it, 28 points isn't his every game and for people that don't follow Arizona State after that 28 point hurrah against Villanova he kind of dropped off he scored 11 and 4 against Rhode Island Uh they won the game but like I think this kid has the potential to average 20 points like That's an off game for him, 11 points, and the kid's a freshman. I think he's leading that team in Arizona State right now, and I think he's going to do a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, um, he also did extremely well against Villanova. Who knows? It could have been a hot streak in that game, but played 32 minutes. He was shooting 64% from the field and 60 from three, 28 points, four rebounds, and two assists. So he's definitely a guy that I can see maybe scoring 20 points a game uh, if he really like has it in him. But like I said, he's a freshman. He's going to learn under a great coach, Bobby Hurley. And uh, it's going to be exciting to watch him play.
1: Yeah. You have anybody else you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, so I, I, I want to talk about uh, B.J. Boston. He had 15-7-1. Um, I want I want to hear your take on him first because this is another freshman who had a great game.
1: Okay, so B.J. Boston, if you've never heard of him, he played at Sierra Canyon with obviously Zaire Wade and Bronny James and Amari Bailey. Uh, it, they were a great team. They won the California Championship last year. B.J. Boston led that team. B.J. Boston is now playing at Kentucky. He's sided with uh, Devin Askew. Do you know how to say yeah, Askew? Yeah, I think it's I think. Devin I believe Askew. it's Devin Askew. Askew, yeah. And Terrence Clark. So obviously being out of Blue Blood, you have a lot of other great players there. I think B.J. Boston – may be the best player on this team. Um, he's versatile. I think he plays forward. He plays forward. Um, I think he could be a great player in the NBA. I think he has all the NBA qualities to be an NBA player. He uh, can score, can facilitate, can rebound, can play well. He's an overall great player. So I think he, he as a freshman, is going to lead this team. Um, I would be shocked if somebody else was putting up better numbers than this guy on Kentucky because of how great this guy is. But he's definitely the top player I want to watch out for just because of how good he is. And I love watching him play. So BJ Boston will be on my TV a lot.
0: Okay. Uh, you know, I want to talk about, um, you know, how good these freshmen are playing right now. Some of the top freshmen are doing extremely well on their subject to get better. So we shall see. And I want to, we want to know what you guys think about some top, so some of your favorite freshmen in college basketball, I'm going to put a poll out. Uh, I'm actually going to put a little tweet out there on the courtside P on Twitter, where you guys can respond to that. I want to move on to Aiden. The, we have uh, some, uh, some games coming up and what are some games that you're looking forward to watching in college? Basketball?
1: Um, I can't wait to watch Duke play. Okay. I love Duke every single year in and out. Um, I know past couple of years they had amazing players, Vernon Carey, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Jason Tatum. list goes on and on. Marvin Bagley. But I can't wait to watch Duke play against uh, – who are they playing against? 100%. They're 100%, playing 100%, sure.
0: uh, Copen State.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't know who they're playing because <laughs> it's Copeland State. I expect this to be a blowout yep. of Duke's number nine team in the nation, which I think is low for them. I think they're going to be starting a lot of uh, freshmen. Yep. But again, they have returning Matthew Hurt, who I thought played great last year. And they're also returning Wendell Moore, who hit that buzzer beater against uh, UNC. So I can't wait to watch those two. I think those two are going to lead the team. And then they're bringing in uh, Brakefield. They're bringing in a couple great guys, Uh, Mark Williams. So I think they're going to be a very good team. And I I hate that every team uh, that has a lot of freshmen, they say, can't win. I wouldn't be surprised if this team can finally do it. But I don't think it's one of the best teams they've had in the last couple of years. I don't think they have any huge names this year. I know last year they had Vernon Carey. They obviously had Trey Jones the year before. They had Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett, which already have explained themselves. And then the year before they had uh, Grayson Allen, um, Marvin Bagley, the number two overall pick. So I don't think this team is going to have a lot of big names. I don't see a Duke player kind of going early as did this last draft the 2020 draft. There was no really early Duke picks, but I think this team can be dangerous because of how teams don't see them as, as good as they used to be. And I think this team could be as great as any Duke team could be. Yeah. Um, number nine is low. I feel like in the last couple of years, a Duke team hasn't been as low as nine five, since. Yeah, they're usually yep. top five. So I want to see how this team does um after copen state which i believe is going to be an easy win they play michigan state which i think is going to be one of the toughest challenges michigan game, state yeah. is a uh, number Michigan state is the number 13 team so it'll be 9v13 and i think if duke can pull out that win with a uh, substantial victory as they did a couple years ago when zion put on a majestic game against kentucky and blew them out yep. of the water with tyler harrow and all those guys uh, I think this team can make a huge statement, and say we're a Duke team, we're here, we're top five. and I think they can run stuff, so I can't wait to watch Duke basketball behind my favorite coach, Coach K. Jake, any any games yeah, you want to so watch? Yeah,
0: so tomorrow at 5.30 p.m., it's the Texas Tech Red Raiders versus Houston Cougars. Texas Tech is number 14 and Houston's number 17. I think that's the game of the day on Sunday. That's a great game because they are two ranked teams. Houston, we, we've seen Houston do well in the past. We've seen some really good veterans come from Houston. Uh, well, very good Hall of Fame NBA players come from Houston, like Hakeem Olajuwon.
1: When was the last time a, a player got drafted? I
0: am not sure, but I'm saying I've, I've watched Houston. They're going to do some damage, I think. I think this is a great game because these are both ranked teams, um, and they're pretty – they're like pretty close, 14 and 17. So I think that is going to be a good game. Any game with the close ranks is hopefully going to be a very competitive game that we uh, can't wait to watch. But we want to.
1: Yeah. And Jake, I have uh, yeah, one last course. question for you on that. Obviously, uh, I think his name's Jam- Jamaris. I don't know. His last name's Ramsey. Look him up. Uh, he just got drafted. He was from Texas Tech. I feel like he was a huge part of that offense and that defense. How do you think they'll do without him?
0: Well, like, you know, you lose players all the time and it hurts. It hurts for a lot of teams and that it's basically just a leeway for a sophomore that was there freshman year or a junior who's now a senior to now step up and take over. This is your team. Now you need to play better. You need to play. You need to be stronger. Um, the offseason was a big factor, especially with COVID. You know, a lot of players had to get better, had to get stronger and, I can't wait to see what players step up in college basketball. You know, it sucks seeing people leave, but I can't wait to see what players step up that we were like, oh, okay, he was like a mediocre guy last year, and now he's the guy on the team that's going to get the ball when it comes down to two seconds left on the clock and he's getting the ball for the last shot.
1: Yeah, I can't wait.
0: And, you know, it's going to be an amazing season. It's going to be a long season. There's going to be some roadblocks ahead, um, as we've seen with college football. Who knows what's going to happen because basketball is inside. But we shall see, and we want to know who your favorite team is. So please tweet us at the courtside p. We hope everybody has a great day, and thank you guys for listening.
1: Peace out, guys.